Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. What's up? I'm Holly Borquez. I'm Sarah C. We're back again. Back again. Miss us. <laughs> so, cast bios are up. Yes. Some of them are pretty boring, but I was just looking at, it's going through them. This one's a little interesting. Lala, well, first of all, we're going to see her, like, fertility treatment journey, which, oh, let me just read it. Okay. Still in the middle of a challenging custody battle, but being the best mom to Ocean remains her priority. Wanting to give her daughter a sibling, Lala explores fertility treatments and looks for a sperm donor as a single mother. Here's what's interesting. She finds an unlikely connection with Tom Schwartz, forming a friendship that neither saw coming, but creating tension between her and the rest of the girls as her forgiveness for the Toms grow. Oh, shit. Schwartz being the only one that like still like is in contact with Randall. I don't know if he still is, but he was for a while. And as her forgiveness for the Toms grow, just proves my point even more about their holiday song. It's like, so you're not coming for Sandoval. You're just coming for Rachel. It's just, and then you're, and then you're finger pointing at all of us online on your podcast and at BravoCon to move on and give them a break. It's time already. It's just too hypocritical for me. Yes. But that should be interesting. No wonder her and Katie are going to be a little bit of odds. Okay, I am into that. Yes. Katie's, with more distance from her divorce, Katie's exploring life as a single woman dating, even if her pursuits strike too close to home for her ex-husband. Oh, poor chum. (laughs) Um, Taste of his own medicine. A previous indiscretion comes to light and threatens to upend her and Sheena's renewed friendship, as well as we know, as well as her cordial post-divorce relationship with Tom. With permit holdups and ongoing issues, something about her is a work in progress and opening a restaurant is proving to be more challenging than anticipated. So yes, it does look like her and Sheena will have some issues this year, but... Have they moved past it? It appears so. Sheena. Celebrating their one-year anniversary, Sheena and Brock are struggling to connect as they leave the honeymoon stage and settle into their life with a toddler. Sheena works on new music as a way to express herself and cope with her postpartum OCD. She finds herself straddling... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She finds herself straddling the lines in the sand within the group as she navigates her relationships with her longtime friends and feuding exes, Ariana and Tom. I mean, she does have a lot going on. I will give her that. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how her and Brock are settling into their first year of marriage and all of that. Yes, yes, yes. See what Schwartz says. Schwartz is mending a challenged friendship after taking the heat for his part in his best friend's shocking deception, embracing a new identity. How? <laughs> Tom, oh, because oh, he bleaches his hair. Tom bleaches his hair 
evades exclusivity with a friend, potentially turned girlfriend, and winds up in a surprising love triangle with a new flame and his ex-wife. So that's highlighting his relationship denial with Joe and then the pink-haired lady that likes both him and Katie. Yeah, that's fun. What's Sandoval say? In the aftermath of a scandal that changed his romantic relationships, dynamics within the group, and the success of his businesses, they're a success right now? Um, I don't know. Last week they said I could just walk in with a party of five at any point on a Saturday night and no reservations required. Anyways, as Tom Sandoval is working on bettering himself in a fragile state, he focuses on repairing the foundations of his friendships. When he isn't on the road touring with his band, Tom and the Mala, he and Ariana live under the same roof, locked in a stillmate for the house. Okay. Um, I mean, here's the deal: the whole house thing. Like, it's been something that people have brought up from the begin, from the jump of this. Why? 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 The good thing for us as the viewers is, um, if they film that, like that is like TV gold for us. Like, who stays in the same house where we get to see them fight? Like, it, it's it's going to be good. But I don't know that they do. She she said they don't talk. Well, I, I think we're going to catch the tension. They're they're going to make them. Yeah, there's going to be something. Um, Brock celebrating again the one year anniversary. Sheena and Brock are struggling to connect. As they leave the you know, same thing, Brock is able to navigate the tricky dynamics and develops closer relationships with the, in the group, meaning he befriends Sandoval again. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, there's Ariana James, but it's just like, James bought a house, and she has a booming DJ career, and Ariana is just, you know, she's um, the sandwich shop as a long distance boyfriend. Yeah. New cocktail book. Yada yada yada. Huh. Well, there you go. Lala and Schwartz. Hmm. Well, that should cause some in- um interesting moments and some controversial Didn't see that coming. Little hypocrisy, all of it. Yeah. All right. Anything else since we last podcasted two hours ago? Wait, I did take a screenshot of something. What caught my eye? Let me see. Oh, just, uh, oh, did you see that when, um, someone said, uh, what did Ariana say about children? I thought they didn't have any embryos. And then Brad answered, Brad by Brad answered and said her animals. Did you catch that in the thing when she's like, and my children? Yes, but that's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that. Okay, I, sorry. I don't mean to offend anyone that didn't know that. Yeah, I saw someone being like, Brad in for the rescue. Go, Brad. Brad here. Her best friend with all the knowledge. It's like, of course I thought she was talking about the cat and dog. Oh, I thought I thought she was talking about um, her eggs. Well, those are hers. They, he never, remember, he never sperminated them? Yeah, but I, I thought they were talking about that, though. I don't know. So so thank you, Brad. <laughs> no, they're not, they're not his eggs so, or his children because he never went to pollinate. Uh, he's probably like your children or your children, meaning they got Maya with 
together, right? Mm-hmm. She had Charlotte and Kitty before Sandoval. So those are her, yes. But they got the other dog. I mean, maybe she got it. But they were living together. They were a couple. So it's kind of both your dog, right? Um, so he's probably either questioning. He's like, it's my dog, too. Or he's saying, they're not children. They're pets. <laughs> Who knows? <sighs> Thank God for Brad to clear it all up. Yeah. Thanks, Brad. So you want to talk about Salt Lake or Southern Charm? I want to talk about Southern Charm. Okay. Just because it's fresher on my mind. All right. Okay, so I just have to tell you, I started Southern Charm on the proper day, uh, Saturday or whatever it airs for me, and um, I had a hard time getting through it. I was a little bored at the first half. That's why I still had, like, my little second half to get through. Got through it, and damn, it ended well. Yeah, that's what a lot of these shows are doing. Um, I mean, it started out... Again, Taylor looking a little desperado. She's trying to hang out with Rod, and he blows her off and to stay in his room. I'm like, you go, Rod. Yeah. Um, Shep then reveals that he saw Taylor and JT walking off together the night before, and Shep thinks it's a bad look, like her basically homie hopping, and he thinks that Taylor is just like that old-fashioned southern girl that's like doesn't think she's anything unless she has a boyfriend and uh, he thinks she should be more like Paige. Ooh. Shots fired. Um, okay, well, this is a little misleading and a little intimate and a little fucking gross when Taylor and JT agree to spit shots into each other's mouth. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do that with anyone. No. <laughs> I mean, gross. Yeah. Anyone. I, I can't think of... of- of why or when I would do that. Like, would you even do that with your children or your husband? Mm, <laughs> no. Would you be like, Ronnie, here, drink some of this Caprice Sun, swish it around your mouth, and then spit it into my mouth? Ew. <laughs> no. Also, because when you put a, 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 an extra liquid in your liquor or liquid in your mouth, it's going to like, Pick up particles, whereas like your normal saliva that obviously is being exchanged when you kiss someone, well, that's just like sitting there. It's not swishing anything up, right? Ew. Still, <laughs> just trying to point out the difference. <laughs> I'm trying. It's like sharing a toothbrush. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, know? yeah. Not ideal. Yeah. And then they and then they show. God, I used to do it. shit like that when I was younger. I did. Oof. I know, I know. I can't. I now I'm just like, oh, Holly. Michaela and I both hide our toothbrushes and our razors. We literally take them to our rooms when we're home in Minnesota because it's not that Kaya does it intentionally. She just doesn't remember. Like with the toothbrush, she just doesn't remember which is hers. And I'm like, okay. And then the razor, she just doesn't care. And I find both of those like personally. Oh, yeah. Offensive. Yeah. I don't like sharing. And we've, we've tested her, too. We booby trap things, and <laughs> we see, like, movement or, like, foam, you know, from, like, shaving cream. Or, like, just, just it's wet, and we're like, mm-mm, nope. Yeah. Not going to chance it. So now I, like, physically take mine to my bedroom. That's so funny. Back and forth. You, like, you come with a, you, you go to your, your house with a little shower caddy. <laughs> Pretty much. You have to. <laughs> you can't be trusted. <laughs> so... Um, so Taylor's laying out by herself. Good. 
but Madison comes up, but it's so awkward because they have nothing to talk about. Oh my gosh, I was dying. It's like talking with your grandpa. It's like, oh, it's actually not. That's more interesting. It's like, it's hot out here. Yep, sure is. Well, especially, yeah, especially when like there's like tension with like another girl that like is in your group, but you're not as close with like, there's nothing worse than those moments. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Well, it gets a little awkward because, you know, Madison kind of broke the ice. She's like, I will not, you know, like to apologize, whatever for, you know, whatever I said, because I just, I hate the whole Olivia part that really gets to me. And then Taylor, like, flippantly, like, flips her hand like she's annoyed. And she's like, yeah, for, like, some reason that keeps coming up. (gasps) I know. Like, as if to be like, get over it already. It's like, oh, my God, this is where you know it's all crocodile tears and fake apologies. The fact that, you know, she also, like, weaponized Austin again after Shep. And, I mean, I was like, when Shep told... Olivia that like she just knew right then and there she's like she doesn't give one shit about my feelings after all these tears and apologies she's still trying to like well I'll just go sleep with Austin then or sleep at Austin's or whatever it's like it's even if she just meant like I'll go sleep on his couch or in his guest room it's like the Potomac the optics of it are so yeah well and I I do it I think what I would find comfort in with this whole situation, which I don't know that you can, but I would look at Taylor and just realize she's not capable of like, she still, I, I still don't think she sees that she did anything wrong. Like she doesn't get it because she is the center of her own world. And like, she can't, she's just not capable of like seeing outside of that. And like, even how she flippantly was like, was she even my friend? It's like, yeah. Gaslighting her, totally twisting it around. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this whole time, that's what you've been saying. Your friend, your friend, your friend. And even when people throw it back at her, she's like confused and hurt and then victimizes herself again. It was very Sandoval-ish. Yes. Which actually is the next point that page six article comes out that Austin had sex or hooked up with Taylor. And I was wondering, because, you know, we knew this happened pre-Scandival, so we knew they weren't trying to copy or create their own Scandival version, because we knew it was before. And then I was curious, I'm like, okay, when was this Page Six article? Um, it was March 8th. So no wonder it was buried. Oh, yeah. It, it, no one was interested. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Back to Scandival. yeah. And that was like the peak of Scandal. Well, you know what? What's what I was thinking too. I, I Chad just got home from work, and I was like, "You got to watch this, this right now." And stupid Chad was like, "It's on right now. Awesome, let's watch." And I'm like, "Chad, Chad, 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 it's the trailer. Like it's January 30th." <laughs> like he was like all excited. He's like, "Okay, let's watch." And I'm like, "Dude, like, don't oh you think gosh. I would have told you if it was the premiere?" <laughs> God. I know it's like a wake up calls like that, that you realize there's people out there <laughs> that don't realize, but Are you kidding. Of course it's not premiering tonight. Where, where have you been living under a rock? But, but my point is, as, as I was watching it and as I was watching him watch it, um, I'm very proud of the fact that like that Vander, our podcast Vanderpump rules party is covering the best show on Bravo. Like, to, it's just leaps ab- above everything, in my opinion. In my well, opinion. I'm, and we're named after it. Yeah. So. 
We better, get, we better get the lion's share of listenership because we know the most. We've been around the longest. We've been to like nearly almost every event short of going yeah. on vacation. We have gone on some vacations with we them. We have. We have. Oh, so, okay. Here's my egg thing that I think I talked to you last time about. I did not know that about eggs and I always wondered how that worked. Yes. One thing that grossed me out about eggs, like I, I stopped eating meat at like age 12 for like 10 years, but I also stopped on the eggs because I thought, well, how, like at what point does this egg turn into a chicken and how do we know there's not already a chicken in there? And I could never figure it out. Yeah. And now I know like they lay the eggs and then they sperminate them. But how, how is it just like a pollination that goes through the shell? Like a bee or something? I don't know. I, I after I, I really need to do a little study on that. I do too. And the <laughs> worst thing is, is I've worked in like a chicken ranch place. I should know these things when I was young. But how does it get through the shell? I, I like <laughs> like literally in bed tonight. That's what I'm gonna look up. I'm not gonna go on Pinterest or TikTok. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> I had to look up YouTube. You know, I don't watch YouTubes, and I had to because there's I got this damn toy. It was like this slingshot thing, and I figured out where to put the little foam bullets in, and but it just wasn't shooting. And I had to watch this guy who was like, he's like one of the, like the geeky guys from Ninety Day Fiance, but he's not on Ninety Day. I'm just saying, like, you know, the geeky guys that doesn't have. I watched tonight, and they're like, this guy doesn't have any friends. He, like at all. Yeah. And she's like, that's a little weird. He's like, I have online friends. So it's a guy like that. And he's like in his parents' basement, like Wisconsin or something. He's like, I'm your resident toy tester. He's like, this is a piece of crap. And it should be like this. I literally watched him for nine minutes. (laughs) That's what my kids watch every single day. Like that. They, they love watching that stuff. (laughs) Well, I did everything that he said and it still didn't work. And then when I, and then, and then, of course, Ryan figured it out in like three seconds, so <laughs> as he should. Yes. So, anyways, um, yeah. Okay, the baby bird is shots. Um, I, who do you think was the leak to page six? I think it's JT. I do or too. Whitney or Whitney and Patricia. Yeah, I would say those are the the two. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So then, yeah, Shep tells Olivia, Shep makes a cocktail reference, which I'm shocked. Oh, Cocktail the Movie. Yeah, I was shocked Olivia knew that because she's so oh, young. Oh, yes. But I love that movie. I um I was watching that part and I was like, Chad, do you know that? And he, he like didn't answer me. So I, I don't think he did. You've never seen it? No, I have. I just, I, I, oh. I mean, I feel like. Yeah, it was filmed in Ocho Rios where they were. Okay. For their excursion. It's over in like the more rainforesty part where the waterfalls are and stuff. Which would you rather do? So the waterfalls, there's like the the waterfalls that like the big blue hole or the lagoon one? I think like, <sighs> I, I don't know. At first I thought the lagoon one, but then I, I like the the waterfall hole one too. That one was so high and it was going so fast and it was like really rocky and they're like, can we flip backwards? And they're like a hundred feet and I'm like, you know, this, it's going really fast, the current and like there's rocks everywhere. Like, I just don't like the rock slipping thing either. Like I, I don't like yeah. it. 
Yeah. Because I, I will fall. This is where we have Taylor eat the eyeball of a fish. Okay, so I I was like, Holly, like, would you do that? And the answer is no. Well, we don't. We won't even eat like regular fish. Why would we eat an eyeball? But like, <laughs> well, I was trying to think like if I was showing off. Like she didn't even oh. get that. She didn't even get that much credit. Everyone was just kind of like, huh. Like if I ate an eyeball, everyone better be like letting me choose what we're doing for the night, clapping for me. I don't know. Remember there was a whole president, um, bleh, presidential scandal over that because, like, wasn't it George Jr. or George Sr.? One of them didn't want to eat the – I guess when you're served the head, it's an honor. And, like, you're supposed to eat the eyeballs and all that, and they didn't want to, and it's considered, like, offensive. Oh. So it was, like, almost created a world war because he wouldn't eat the eyeballs. I mean – I mean, I wouldn't want to if, – if I was going to create a world war, I, I might just <laughs> shove it down. But um, like throw it back like a pill, like a hole. Yeah, or, or and eat it with a piece of bread or something, like really yeah, throw something like in there. Rock, like, well, when when I went to Israel, that's what they – like we, we flew to New York and then from New York to Israel. And I, I was starving because we – like the flight was so long. We had like a little layover and I was so excited. Our meal was coming and it was a whole fish. Like with the eyeball, everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And that wasn't even the worst part that I couldn't eat it. But it was the smell on the airplane was atrocious. Oh, I know. When we went um, somewhere, and it was like so long. But it was like, okay, let's just, we'll skip dinner. We'll get to breakfast because then it'll be breakfast food. Yes. No. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner on the plane was fish. Yeah, it, like, it was. It was. It was fish for every meal. And. And um, stored on the plane that long. Yes. Like, so that's why I had the kind bars, which I'm so sick of. But I recommend taking them with you on international trips. Not yeah, thank God. Yeah, I had fresh snacks, at, you know, or can I had candy or something I could eat. But that was that flight. I, I think it was 19 hours or something. I forget how yeah. long it was. It was or 18. But that was the first time I ever experienced like sm- like people started smelling. By the like, yeah. by the time they stood up and stuff, it smelled like farts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what was so cute? So on my like holiday party day, taking the kids, I'm like, okay, well, I thought we could pick out like a holiday outfit. You know, there's like these red sparkly numbers. You know, I like the bling and the the tool and all of that. And she runs up to the blue tooly sparkly one. She's like, oh, Hanukkah. She's like. I want this. I want this. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's fine. Um, there's these other ones. No, I want this one. She goes, I want to, I want to support and celebrate Israel. Isn't that cute? Oh my gosh. So we got him one too. They only have target sucks for boys. Um, they just had t-shirts and it had like dreidels on it and stuff, but they were both blue, but I was like, that's so funny. I mean, that's cool. But it was yeah. like, because it's the summer in Israel. And so they're very attached. Oh but. yes. Yes. I'm like, I mean, this is the time to do it, but mm-hmm. I thought it was cute. So um, after she eats the eyeballs, they're talking, and Taylor, again, doubles down. And she's like, I mean, it's been talked about already for like two months. We shouldn't have to keep talking about it. Like, let's tell that to Ariana. Yeah. Imagine. No, um, not long like, enough. There, these people are making me second guess how I would handle a situation like is 
does it not work when you say that you're sorry? And even if someone happens to bring it up again, like you could even make them feel dumb and be like, gosh, I wish people wouldn't keep bringing it up because it's just so embarrassing and I feel so bad. Like, I really wish we could move on because, you know, I really messed up. Like, you think saying something like that, like bringing it back to like, oh, like, do we have to talk about that? Like, I like, but they double down. Yeah. And, and she was like, Madison's like, well, I just think it would help if you set the record straight. And she's like, we did. She's like, she, as in Olivia, she shouldn't treat her friends like this. So now Taylor's the victim, like you said. Earlier. Yeah. Oh, oof. Okay, Sandoval. Um, and Craig's like, well, you hooked up with her boyfriend. You can't be friends. You need to pick Olivia or Austin okay. and like just work on that. And that's just life. I really liked that. I thought that that was like, I'm glad yeah. someone finally said it or, and I don't even think that that's necessarily true, but they do need to kind of let, like, that's where yeah. she's, that's where everyone's at because she, yeah, it's, it's not clear and nothing yeah, it's like they're, they're in this awkward state of waiting. It's bizarre. She can't be besties with both of them. She can be cordial. That's like Ariana saying, like, if Sheena's trying to be all besties again with Sandoval, it's just not going to work. Yeah. So Ariana will be cordial to Sheena, but you're not going to be her inner circle best friend again. Right. right. You know? And that's um, fine. Like, I, I, I think that at the core of it, Ariana would say, Sheena, like, if that's like, I'm hurt that you're not picking me, but like, you're allowed to pick who you want. Like, I really think Ariana would say that. And I think that everyone would say that, like, but you have to pick like, and you can't keep like, like people are going to be mad if you don't pick. Yeah. Yeah. Craig's being um, the voice of reason this season and he's not bothering me. He had his moment with the big ego, but he's, seems to be i think Paige is kind of keeping him in check and on his toes yeah i mean i love how anti-cheating he is and he's like just tell the truth and yeah 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 it's refreshing um shep does not seem to be okay with him though he's frustrated yeah and someone said oh don't you think maybe the page rumors are true now that it's been brought up twice well taylor said it out of like revenge and anger yes and then Shep is just deflecting like I honestly like I have not been Paige's number one fan like I liked her at the beginning and then I really disliked her when she's in the Mean Girls Club she's not bothering me lately but I one thing I will stand up for her she's not a cheater like she's been at Summer House so many years and every year she had a boyfriend that was not on the show and she's out in the you know the Hamptons at Summer House all summer they had parties and parties and everyone's hooking up. She never once hooked up, cheated on a boyfriend. Like that's just not her gig. Like it's not Craig's gig. So I think they're just trying to like, how do you know what she's doing? She's far away. It's like they see each other every week or every other week, you know? And like, they're both very busy. Yeah. I don't know. I love that the locals tell them to go to this place. Like, yeah, we're going where the locals eat. And then it shows, like, a bunch of tour buses in the parking lot. Yes. That was funny. Um, Leva tells Olivia he has picked up Taylor. Oh, Leva tells it. Oh, Leva tells Olivia she should pick JT's brain. She goes, because he's picked Taylor up for dates several times. That was, a that was like, like she needs something else to hear. Jeez. I know. Um, but you Just know what? Several times? <laughs> Sometimes these little, like, 
phone calls piss me off because it's just interrupting the flow of the show and I don't care. But I liked this because it built um, drama for when, like, everyone's sitting down at dinner, she's taking the phone call, and then she's getting whammed with something else. Like, this was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So Olivia does ask JT, and he's like, well, I know she's had multiple sleepovers at Austin's, even when you guys were dating. And she's like, multiple? Um, yeah. Then Taylor's like, the way people are being treated um, is wild. It's terrible, or treating her. It's like, what do you expect? And also, it's they're not. Who's treating her terribly or wild? No, Olivia's she's still sitting, coming. She's still part of the group. She's even acknowledging her and having like, she's being cordial. Totally. You know, there's some people, they just ignore each other on like housewife shows. They're, you know, in like, or like Ariana and Tom, they might be in the same room with the, the cast, but they're just, they don't speak. But she, Olivia's being cordial. So where is this? I'm being treated terribly by who? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's given Taylor a lot of grace. I think so, too. So, Craig is trying to force Austin how to apologize. Um, Okay, so the only thing I will say here is there's nothing worse than when someone tries to force you to apologize. And And then no matter how you say it, even if you wanted to say it in the first place, or even if you had something else you were going to say, you end up sounding like someone just commanded you to say it. And yeah. Like, like say sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So Ron and Diane, when I was when I was younger, they would they would be like, you, "Why can't you say sorry?" And then I would be like, "I literally was going to," and they would like force it out of me, and it like I, I would dig my heels in, and I would not say sorry until I was ready to. Like no one's going to tell me what to do. And it's I more felt genuine that way. Yeah, and I just felt like, although I think it was true, he like they did need to say something here. I could kind of see why. Yeah, Austin I mean, wasn't saying is- anything. Yeah, I mean, when you for it's like when you ask for it or you force it, it's like they're just words. Words mean nothing. It's actions and it's feelings and emotions. So you waiting and saying it when you are ready, that's actually meaningful. But I, I do think that what Austin should have done right here, especially at this dinner and everything, was been like, you guys, like, I know we're supposed to be on vacation and having this nice dinner, but let's just put everything out on the table. Like I wish he like, so he would have kind of taken control of that moment versus the other guys like pelting at him. I think would have helped. Check in and be like, just so you know, this isn't true. He's like, Olivia, I wanted to check in with you. We are on different excursions today. How are you doing? Can I just assure you you this is not? Do you want to go talk privately? Like, I don't know how you want to handle this, but I want to clear the air. Yeah, yeah and then, but he's like, instead, he's like, this is exhausting. It's a never-ending carousel. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. It's been exhausting for you? Yeah, the, the way they both took it as, like, this happened to them and poor. It was like, what? Yes. Like, are we, like, I was like, did I miss something? Yeah. And then someone said, don't do dumb shit and there'll be nothing to talk about. Okay, what did you think about JT? Oh, and he, like, blows up? <laughs> I, like, although I kind of, like, I was laughing, I, if I was Austin, I would have been flipping pissed. 
just because he is, he's completely inserting himself, you know, and it's like, dude, shut up. And his I mean, Rod feet- calls Austin out for not caring about Olivia's feelings. That was fair, but he was seated and matter of fact, and then JT jumps up. This is where like grandioso jumping on a chair. Yes. yes. Stand he's up. Very, your he's very over the top, but, um, but yeah, Austin even, you know, was trying to say, um, wait, wait, what's the other guy's name that you just said? JT. No, the other one. Not Rod. JT. Rod. Rod. Um, he, he even tried to discredit him and be like, why do you care? Basically trying to make him look stupid yeah. for having like a crush on Olivia. Basically saying like, you don't, she doesn't even like you. And, and I thought he covered for that so well by, yeah, by saying, I'm watching you toy with her. I'm watching you hurt her, and it's ridiculous. And I think yeah. that I think that Olivia appreciated that too, because it was like not that she needs someone to stand up for her, but I'm sure it's validating to hear that other people see that too. You know? Well, Austin's like gaslighting her, saying, "Well, you're just up and down and hot and cold." It's like, well, she just is dealing with this, but also she's dealing with her brother dying. Um, and she, also she, your story keeps changing. So yeah, it's very up and down. When, when I, I thought for sure she was going to pull that out and say like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, should I, should I put something else on my plate? Like, are you yeah. kidding? Like they have no leg to stand. They should still be saying sorry. Yes. But yeah, JT, I do think he's, he's trying his best to get that second season and oh, that's yeah. where i think he could be the page six league that's where i said from the like very first episode oh he's the one that leaked this about taylor i think they had a, an agreement she's like you leak this it'll make shep jealous and in exchange you'll get airtime and on the show like yes, yes. i think there was a little agreement i there think i think so too that they made on their European vacation. So all this is happening. And I, my favorite moment, it's just like silent it's crickets. And then they pan to Madison. She's just trying to bite her chinker, chicken finger. And it, it's like, <laughs> yes. I, and you I, know what it reminded me of what us at the Hollywood improv <laughs> trying to eat our food while the Vanderpumpians were like doing their show. And we're like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those moments. So, um, stop saying bullshit like you love me like you did the other day. Shep wants to leave. Oh. Craig said, chill out. We're trying to fix this. Shep said, Craig gets off scot-free because his girlfriend lives far away. It's not fair. And it's not under the microscope like the rest of us. And he's like, or maybe because I don't cheat on my girlfriend. And he's like, mm. or or does she he's like no that's because she does she cheats on you like he implies that it's like that's just deflection you dick yeah i do i do kind of get that that like it would be annoying to um you know not have everyone looking at every single thing you do because i'm sure that those two would quarrel a little bit and people would have stuff to talk about but yeah i don't know Yep. Well, it's a pretty good season. Yeah, it's good. I'm gonna move over to Salt Lake. Yes, let's go. Let's let's head let's head to Utah. Um, props to Monica for being on camera while bleaching her mustache. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> totally. Um huge eye roll to the silent scene of Brooks face rollering his face, ignoring Meredith. It was anybody's like smirking. Like, so fake and staged. Like, he's trying to be funny, but it's like, how many takes 
did you just do that in? Like, so that was, and that was the skinny confidential ice roller. Um, really? But I was like, if I was her, like, I would be thankful that he used it on camera, but I would have been like, can you not like, he, he should have oiled it first or something. It was all, <laughs> arr, 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 arr. oh yeah, I have a big one that like that. And it does that. It did it from the get go right out of the gate. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's nice because it's a metal one and it's like huge. So it can be like your decollete neck and all that. But I hate it because it's like, arr, 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 arr. yeah. <laughs> so I like my little jade ones that are like silent. But yes. they always break. Yes, they do. They always pop off. And pop then off. like Yeah, and then one flies on the floor and it rolls under something that I eventually step on at some point and break my foot. It's like ah <laughs> So Yeah. Okay, so there's that, but then would you wear if you had the big zit on your forehead Ooh. and we're going to the airport, would you wear the a zit patch or three to make it look like a design or would you just go with the zit or would you like maybe put a hat on or a band-aid? I would probably go with the zit and then on the airplane I would bring like a little one of the little patches or something and just wear it. And then just maybe put a a hat loosely on top of your head kind of covering it or something. Yeah I dated this douchebag so vain and he had some kind of it was like a growth. I don't know. It was like, it, it almost seemed like the cystic acne, like the ingrown. Yes. Uh-huh. But, but like, it just kept coming back. It was like stress or something. I don't know. But he always then would put a bandaid over it. I go, you know, that draws more attention. If you just were normal, it'd just be like, it's just a normal face. But he put the bandaid on it. And I'm like, now everyone's like, what happened? Yeah, it draws to it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the the kids nowadays are like they wear little like they they literally wear stickers of their little pimple patches. Like it's a it's like a trend. Yeah. Like it's well, cool to nice. wear a sticker. Yeah. I mean, you know, think back in junior high and you acne, just humiliated. Ac- yeah, acne is stressful. Yeah. So okay, so they get to Bermuda. It's getting me very pumped for Turks and Caicos. Oh my god! Not to make you gel. I, I, it's it's too late. Like I'm, I'm so jealous. Um, Meredith took way too much Xanax and passed out. Um, oh my god! She, she wanted heat on the bus. You know how it is. Remember when we went to Miami and we get in the like cab or the Uber and we're like, oh my god, please, because they never turn on the air in those cars in Miami. They just don't, and it's always horrible. Um, and she's like, turn on the heat. And Heather's like, no, no, sir. Do not turn on the heat. I like, was done. And she was like dead serious. Oh my God. That house is insane. Oh my gosh. It looked so nice. Yeah. Okay. So I could not wait to talk about this episode, obviously because of the keyword bathtub. Um, I just thought that was, it, it's just like, When they were filming, they must have just been, like, kicking each other because you couldn't ask someone to act out a more asinine scene. (laughs) When she's walking around with her sunglasses inside the house at lunch. (laughs) Yes. And then she's she's slurring. She's pretending she's sick, but she's slurring. I'm like, "I I don't slur when I'm sick. I slur when I'm drunk. I just, yeah, I just, I think that, 
I mean, I, I think that's always stressful too, or not stressful, but there, it's always like when there's a group housing situation, you're always wondering what room you're going to get. And I think she just got so freaking butthurt that she got the room without the tub or the littlest room and she just yeah. spiraled. Yeah. Well, it's like, and there was girls comforting her that had a room that could have said, you can use mine and they I, didn't, see, or I'll trade with you. See, like, and I... I was kind of proud of everyone for not doing that. For not doing it. Because. Why is she any more important than anyone else? I would have been the first one to do it. And then I, I, like, I don't think that anyone, like, the Bravo universe wouldn't be like, that was really nice of Holly to give up her tub room. She didn't need to do that. And then I was thinking, okay, Monica is the one who's comforting her. Monica should give it up. But this was for Monica's birthday. So why should Monica give up her room? Yeah, and she never gets vacations like this. I mean, I would say you can use mine um, and as long as someone's going to clean it. Like, either you clean it after or you have housekeeping. I assume they have housekeeping there. Um, then I don't mind if, like, just tell me you need an hour and I'll skedaddle. I'll go somewhere else. Like, that would be fine with me. Um, just don't use it and then leave it all gross like my sister does. And, you know, we're fine. Yeah. But, yeah. I love that no one caved. Yeah, I, I just thought, like, yeah. And she, like, she lives beautifully every day. Like, it's not going to hurt her to be in that room. And that room was fine. And why did she take so much Xanax? Like, Meredith is a world traveler. So it's not like she's like, oh, my nerves. I have to, like, she's never expressed having, like, flight panic. You yeah, know? yeah. Anyways, so, um, yeah, Meredith brings her, M- Monica brings her food and all of that. Meanwhile, Whitney is saying she helped Lisa become a better version of herself. <laughs> and just, she's like coaching her to be a better person. And uh, Heather tells Lisa this, you know, to stir the pot. And Lisa's like, God, give the girl a crystal and she thinks she's the Dalai Lama. I actually know the Dalai Lama and he thinks I'm just fine. <laughs> um, have you ever thought... I've made you a better person. No, I, I was just saying, like, if I <laughs> if I got caught saying that, like, I would, uh, like, maybe if I was, like, really, I'd be like, you know what, like, I've made Sarah's life better. Uh, like, there, there's just, there's no, I, I would absolutely die. <laughs> I, I would be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that even made your life better. Like, I made you a better person of your a better version of yourself. You're you're you're, you're getting better being around me. <laughs> you're welcome. Um yeah, Heather's kind of fun this season cuz she's keeping it light and she's stirring the pot but she's not getting all super into it. No, like, and and she yeah, she it's funny. Like it's it's and not in a way where like like being made fun of, but all she's doing is taking what people are saying and repeating it and it's funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love the part when the producer texts Meredith, how are you doing? I'm really not well. So they have the paramedics come and they pretty much deem her just fine. You know, it's always the classic dehydration. Yeah. (laughs) So um, they give her an IV and she seems to bounce back just great. Yeah. (laughs) Certainly like got over that sickness real quickly. So you weren't sick. I guess it was the four hour COVID. Well, I mean that when I when I was in the emergency room this last time for my diabetes, that's what was next to me on both sides. Where pe- one person was hungover, 
and the other person, um, I they. I think they took something. They wouldn't tell the doctors what they took, but you know, mm-hmm. they they were they thought they were having a heart attack, but they weren't. They had taken like some they had partied all night. And but anyways, that the whole thing was once they got their IV and like they calmed down, like they were fine. Huh. And it's like that that's what people are in the ER for. Like I I've never been <laughs> hung over and been like take me to the emergency room. I this is some- this is a bad hangovers and I've never considered never. that. I would ne- I would be so embarrassed or I would, if then they beat around the bush and like they lie about it, I would at least be like, look, I'm freaking sick. You've got to help. You know what I like? At least be honest about it. I remember in like, these are my like Seattle days. I'd be so sick and where it's like the headache, but the nausea, nausea and oh, you're throwing oh. up. And you just and but you can't drink water because you puke up every drop of yes, water. So yes. you need like Seven Up or Coke. And I would order like Pizza Hut or whatever ordering just to get the soda. I wouldn't touch the pizza. Yeah. But I would just to get and like can, can you bring three cans of Seven Up, please? Yes. <laughs> like, do you know Do you know what I used God. to do back in the day? Like for when I would order pizza, I'd write a check, and they would come to my door and they would take my check, my physical check. You know what happened to me? I stopped having a landline in the, um, where did I live there? The 90s, because they moved back in 99. So in the 90s, I had my cell phone, and I finally, like, I moved to a thing, and I just didn't get a landline, because you didn't need it anymore, because the cell phone. Yeah. And I, they wouldn't let me order. They're uh, like, oh, we're sorry, we need a real Because they couldn't, like, track the number. Yeah, because people, that's in the era when people would, like, order people's pizza. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and they didn't require prepayment, so all these pizzas Girl, I'll take up. 50 pizzas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was kind of like, you know, the, the bank ATM. Yes, yes. You know, that, that little trick. Yes, I <laughs> they do. They changed their ways, too. <laughs> Whoops, did I forget to put the check in the deposit slip? Darn it, I just so absent-minded. <laughs> I'm just saying hypothetically. I've heard that happened. Not Cunwood. Um, very hypothetically. Anyways, um, yeah, Pizza Hut figured that out. They're like, we need a real number with a real address. Um, because they still didn't require prepayment back then. But Pizza they Hut figured it out. <laughs> now it's like fucking prepay. I don't I, I mean, yeah. I guess there's a cash option when I, but yeah, it, like no more than $20 and like, no change and all this. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's very no contact now. I love that. I do too. I love, yes, that the, the, the best, I'm like, what are you doing? What's, what's wrong? <laughs> yes. The best thing that has come out of like all the COVID things is like the new way of doing things. I love it. I love the like dots to stand on where people stand away from me. I love to, <laughs> yeah, leave my stuff on the porch. Do not knock. Don't text. Don't do anything. Yes. So they go have a rum tasting. Well, it looks a little rough. Monica, it's kind of reminded me of you. She's never had alcohol till her 30s when she was excommunicated. How old were you when you first drank? Um, I was probably 19, mm. I'd say. But um, even when everyone else like at that age was like pounding I don't know let's say vodka or like something they'd steal from their parents and mix in with like soda I couldn't do I I didn't like that so if I did something it would have to be a wine cooler yeah a fuzzy navel you know something like that so I yeah like Andre champagne yeah honestly yeah the the 
and and like just, I've probably only been drunk in my life still to this day, like maybe three times. <laughs> like mm-hmm. full on where I'm, you know. You just hated yourself with the wine cooler thing. <laughs> you know, that's they used a, to have That's okay, dude. I still love them. Like I still I still stand those. Like Bartles and James and like and I, I just I, I love a good malt liquor. They when I first moved in to Huntington Beach when I was eighteen and I moved in with this older girl I thought was so cool. She was like 22. And uh, during our roommate interview, she's like, do you want something to drink? And she pulled out a two liter plastic bottle like of soda, but it was Sun Country wine cooler. I was like, fuck yes. And I was like, this is amazing. She's serving me alcohol and I'm going to live here with unlimited access. Yes. Can you imagine what that tasted like? Oh, my gosh. And it was like $3 for the two liter. Yeah. Th- yeah. And that that was the best thing, too. Yeah. The Mike's Hard Lemonade. And then. Yeah. All- but that's what it graduated to. So it's like yeah. no longer wine. It's like Mike's Hard Lemonade. And yeah. 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 With Michaela, because her and her friends hated the taste of alcohol, but like their friends party. And so like, I think it was their graduation party or senior, you know, like whatever they're partying in the cornfield and all the, <laughs> they're like, they were sick of the pressure to drink. And so Kai and I got some Mike's hard lemonade and then we dumped it out for me to drink and then <laughs> filled them up with like lemonade. Right. Yeah. Or ice or whatever. And, um, you know, cause those bottle caps you can pop back on. Yeah. Yeah. So they were drinking those and like some of the guys were like, you guys are, you girls are so much more fun when you're drunk. <laughs> oh like, my gosh. And then like the cops busted like the cornfield party or whatever. And they all ran and they're like, run everyone scattered different ways. And they're, it's the middle of the night. They're running through cornfields. And then they were like, wait, why are we running? We weren't even drinking. But, like, they had to run. Otherwise, they bust their cover. Yeah. Sorry. So so, so what, so what, ha- what happens? So, okay, the cops come to the cornfield. The friends split. Do the cops go through with a flashlight or a car through the cornfields? Flashlight. And, and like, do they catch people? Like, like are you, like, scared yeah. for your life? They're not going to shoot you or anything. <laughs> They could. But they could. <laughs> Let's stay in age. Um, yeah, they just caught some people and arrest them. And and then it would be published in the newspaper. Yes. And you know what? So fucked up. I was home again and it was, you know, I was like, this is really wrong. Shoot. I can't remember what the situation was, though. But it was like, it was like, you know, the ambulance picked up Ralph Jones um, and took him to the hospital for pneumonia or something. I'm like, that is violating HIPAA. Yeah, HIPAA. <laughs> and then, but yeah, yeah. If you get a DUI, if you're like pulled over for expired registrations, like that's very that's private. Yeah. Okay, but but the HIPAA stuff, I'm like, you can't even just being picked up by the ambulance is violating my HIPAA. And also, don't advertise that no one's home so they can come burglarize my home. Yeah. While I'm in the hospital with pneumonia. It's so backwards. I really need to do something about this. Yeah, you should. I've stood up to that editor before in the past. They've since sold the newspaper to a like a different like I don't know if it's more of a company. It was like a local town family that <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Were, You've stood up to the editor before? Oh yeah, I I got real dicey, real controversial <laughs> a couple times in senior year. 
Oh yeah. my god! I sent in some strongly worded letters to the editor, and it it went viral as, as one could in those days. Yes, before. yes. <laughs> like the town was talking about it. Church yes, and shit. yes. Yeah, that viral. But you know, it was a worthy cause. I mean, one of them was what your racist pieces of shit because we don't get. Martin Luther King Day off when all like the schools in the cities got it off. I'm like, just because we don't have black people. Yeah. Um, but really. Yeah. That's- um, so that was one. And then the other one was about actually um, this person. And um, I actually made a reference to a funeral a couple podcasts ago. Okay. <laughs> so it was involving that person. It was like the righteous thing to do. So, nice. Yeah, but I mean, there's yeah, a little, little outspoken. Like, well, imagine well, that. yeah, may, maybe take up this topic as well. Yes, <sighs> I, well, I do think it's fucked up, and I, I still think there was something because my mom was telling me about. It. I'm like, that is so messed up. You can't print that. It's so invasive. Um, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'll give you a report after. Okay, Christmas. great, great. I'm gonna make shit happen. Yes. Uh, also, I would like a parade at some point. Yes. You know, because we have charted. That's probably the biggest amount of fame that, no, that's not true. Obama did visit. And we do have, like, a Grammy winner. Damn it. Well, the, I mean, 2024 hasn't happened yet. I feel like it's our year. And then, of course, I can never outshine my sister's Vikings cheerleader. Yeah, that's true. You know, reputation. That's that's unwinnable. Unwinnable. Um, Unless yeah. you and I just really go gangbusters on this podcast. So, listeners, please blow us up. Um, I don't know. Like, our, our live okay. tour could really, you know, just change the world. Please help me get a parade in my hometown. <laughs> I mean, Brad by Brad can't even go to the Fargo, North Dakota Target without being mobbed. Yeah. So, um, I expect when I go home... Uh, to the neighboring targets in the neighboring cities because we don't have one because my town's too small. I expect some kind of mob, maybe just a small mob because it's not my hometown. It's adjacent, but a, so, a little yeah, bit. something. A, just a little paparazzi. A little. Please. Okay. So, um, Whitney came, Whitney maybe overdid the spray tan a little bit. <laughs> yes. Very dark. Um, oh my God, I died when they are coming in and doing Meredith's makeup in the bed with that white comforter up to her chin. I'm like, you're going to get powder all over this white duvet. And like, that's, that's uncomfortable for the makeup artist. Like, like at least prop yourself up a little. And put a towel down. Like, yes. When I do like heavier makeup when we're going to an event. I'm like, I'm finding that shit all over my like tank top. I'm getting, you know, like just wearing. So I imagine it's going to get all over that white comforter and it's really stressful. Just saying. Yeah. So she makes it to dinner in the van. She confronts everyone about the bathtub situation. She's like, as sick as I was, one of you should have given me a tub. I Well, I loved, they're on the freaking charter bus and she's like raise your hand if you have a tub in your room (laughs) (laughs) and they're all like 
uh, and like one by one they start going up. <laughs> oh my god! This, um, oh yeah, and then Meredith insults Heather. She's like, "What do you need this room for? Oh, are you going to be spreading your legs tonight?" And like the bus driver's like feeling super awkward. She basically like calls me, uh, Heather a whore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bitch. I mean, here's the thing. Like this is why like it was the whole thing was so awkward and so funny. Even if I wanted a room with a tub, which I would. I um I might say so I might like drop a comment to you like, "Gosh, I I sure would have been nice if I could have had a tub." And then it, even if yeah. you said if you said something back and you're like, "Oh, like if you want, like I can I can move all my stuff out and switch with you." Then I would say, "Oh no, that's okay." Like Yeah. But if or you I'd ma- be like you know what? Oh my gosh. Like my back is so sore. I like, is there a hot tub down by the pool? Like I just need like, like I would pull, you know, my arthritis or my swollen limbs. Or, or... why, why didn't someone just say, you're welcome to use my tub. Come right. in and use my tub. You don't need my room. Come use my tub. Yeah. Just clean it. Yeah. Come use my tub. That's no problem. Um, if you need to warm up, you're not feeling good. Get in, go ahead. Exactly. So. And like, while well, she's doing that, they can use her shower. Yeah. That's not that big of a deal. So when Angie calls Meredith like low and like classless, Meredith makes another veiled threat. Meredith loves her veiled threats. Yes. Against Angie, which really makes me believe Meredith really is behind. She's behind the, I don't know. She's always said those things. Like she hires people to either, send emails. Oh, now it's about the DMs. And she's like, Whitney, did you get a DM? Or was it Whitney? She's like, no, I, I've been too busy to look. And she's like, huh, well, there's a DM that you should look at. It's about Angie and the mob. And they, they have receipts on her like bankruptcy and tax liens. Didn't you get that DM? It's like, why are you just asking Whitney? Like, it was a little like, Here's another example of Meredith being shady and hiring people to do shady things, but then pretending she's innocent. But really, it's just her. I don't know. I would not trust her. I mean, I think that, like, with these Bravo liberties, whatever you want to call them, these housewives, I think people always are sending them stuff. Like, I think that people know them and they they want to, you know, get the attention of one of the housewives. And so I think they do message stuff. But they do. It's just she's done. There's been so many references and she's hired yes. PIs to look into everyone, she said. And then even production asked, you know, ask her, like, is that a threat? And she's like, well, it gets to a point you're accused of something over and over. You when might as well just you might, it. Yeah. yeah. Is, like, is that a threat? And she like blinks like, like, yes. You know, here's the deal. I, I think this to me is crossing the line. I don't like it. I don't like when they start bringing up things in someone's personal life and their finances and stuff like that. Unless the person is so, um, like portraying to all of us viewers that they're someone completely different. I don't think it's necessary to bring this up. And it's just yucky to me, especially when we've seen what happens when this stuff comes to light. Yeah, I feel like she's a sh- like what Tom Girardi called Lisa Vanderpump a shady sniper mm-hmm. from the side. It's like they're pulling all the strings, but they're like, "Who me?" Yeah, you know, like when Lisa had like told 
was it Brandy? Bring this article, this magazine of Kyle Mauricio cheating, you know, and then had Teddy be your puppet for Juicy Lucy Gate. And yeah, yeah. All right. Well, okay. So we have Winnie tells Lisa her my feelings are hurt by not you not comforting me the way I feel like you should have. Lisa said, well, my feelings are hurt that you are telling Tyler you're coaching me to be a better person. Um, then Whitney tells Heather, you're meddling and you're trying to get Lisa to be mad at me because Whitney says Heather is jealous of their friendship. Okay, this was weird. Um, like I was down for all the fighting and the cross-firing going on and then it just got weird. Like with the, the Heather. I hate the jealous. Yeah, the jealous the thing. Because to me, I don't know, that's just hurtful. It's hurt, like, it's kind of like mean girl keeping someone out of the friendship or or having yeah. like secret combos with someone. Else. Like she pretty much said that. She's like, you don't know how often we talk and you're jealous of that. And it's like, are, yeah. is she though? Like, so you're saying you're leaving her out, like you're having a private combo that she should be jealous about, but she doesn't know about it. Like, it, it was too, it's, no. Yeah, I think Heather is, like, trying to say, like, you're being hypocritical or Whitney saying that of Heather when they both, at different points, befriended Lisa because they both have talked shit about Lisa and Lisa talked shit about them. Yes. So I think they're both calling each other out for, like, well, last month you just said this about Lisa, so I'm calling you out. Like, I don't think it's jealousy. It's like, mm, can I trust you or... You're yeah, being, you know, yeah. it's almost like a the three-way phone call in high school, but you don't tell the third person. It's a three-way. You, you bait them to talk about the third person, you know. Exactly. It, it feels like that. Exactly. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, it, it would be like if – I'm trying to think of a common enemy that you and I have. But it would be like – that if we've shared about someone and then I suddenly flip over and I'm friends with that person, like it's, it's kind of a conflict of interest between our friendship because it's like, wait a second. Like we just said all this stuff. Like now you're going, like what's happening? Like I thought, are, are we abandoning these feelings or, or what's going on? You know? When I was telling you about Turks and Caicos in New York and oh, when I said, oh, damn it, I'm going to miss Ariana's musical by a couple of weeks because I'm actually going to Broadway in New York in January, just like earlier than when she debuts. And um, when you were like, why are you going to New York? And I was going to play a joke <laughs> and, I, and then I thought it through like, oh, actually, <laughs> this person asked me to be part of their show. <laughs> and then like, oh, my God. And I thought, I can't even do that for a second. Like, like, <laughs> Would she, would she, like, no, that's too mean. But oh I did cross my mind. It's like, well, this would be kind of fun. Because, you know, I can, like, push things and make them really believe. Yes, yes. That would have been a funny episode, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think, you know, we would probably be talking about, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways. um, Okay, so they're fighting. And then Monica's like, wow, we literally just brought the bad, because it starts pouring rain. She's like, we literally just brought the bad weather. And she meant like the weather. But I was like, oh my God, that was genius. Like, did she do that on purpose? Because it was Whitney and how they're fighting and they're known as bad weather. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, I don't even know if she meant to do that. That's Good crazy. One. So who do you think would win a physical fight between Heather and Whitney? Okay, so I, I was just like everyone in that. I was going to go for Heather. Um, but 
I, I may change to Whitney, not because she disclosed what she's trained in, but I think yeah. she's scrappy. I think she would, yeah. she might figure something out. Like she might get lower and then I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be good. I'll tell you that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we need some celebrity, uh, like some Tanya Harding. Yes. Celebrity wrestling pin things. Meredith, I only wrote this down because I thought you would want to talk about, they were saying, it's like Meredith and Monica say deja poo, like they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it involves poo. Holly will like this. Yes. <laughs> um, but, okay, so yeah, so we talked about the Instagram page, the Greek mafia, the shady finances and legal documents. I mean, that is interesting. I guess we'll see how much they reveal. I don't really want to look into it because I just like that's bad mojo. Bad yeah. karma. Um, Sorry. And Mer- yeah, Mer- the fact that Meredith was the one that, oh, he, she called Monica to make sure, not Whitney, make sure she received the DMs. Because um, the troll page asked Meredith to, do you know if Monica's received this too? Like, that just seemed weird. It didn't really make sense. And why aren't they sending it to everyone? You yeah, know, troll paid send it to everyone. Like, why just Meredith and then Monica? Because like Meredith knows she can kind of control the narrative with Monica. Like the other ones would be suspicious of her because Meredith's done this before. I don't know. It just seems a little suspicious. Yeah, I I just again like even if someone was texting me or even if I received a message, I would never bring it up while we were filming. I would never bring it like. It's it's just yucky. I don't like that. Yeah. And then she just makes those threats. Like, she's like, karma comes back to you. It always comes back to bite you when you do bad things. And, and like, does she really want to be filmed saying that? It's going to come back to her. Like, yes. as she was saying it and as she was putting that energy out, I was just like, oh, this isn't going to end well. I just, I, no, no, no. She's acting like a mob boss godfather or something. She's like... It will come back to you when you do bad things. It will come back to you. It's like, yeah, because you're going to like make it come back to them because you're going to do something or have someone do something. I don't know. I don't like it. I want to keep my distance from her. As annoying as like a lot of the other ladies can be, I just don't feel like they would do like that kind of evil shit. Yeah. So I'm not going to be posting about Meredith. <laughs> no. I'll leave that one alone. We'll keep it Vanderbump-centric. <laughs> so anyways, it's pretty good. And yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, it was good. Like I, Each week I'm, I'm like very like pleasantly surprised by both of these shows are like popping. Yeah. I mean, it's keeping us busy till holidays and VPR. Yeah, so. it's fun. It's like a fun little. I heard the Kristen show. Now it looks like someone said April 24th. So maybe it's not going to follow Vanderpump. You know what? I, I So I heard that too. And I like that. Like, I think that's amazing for us. Um, I think it would get lost. Um, yeah. I mean, it, well, maybe they'll, they'll, you know what's smart? is to do it before Vanderpump ends and introduce it that way to get the people. Yeah. But then Vanderpump will end and people will still be jonesing for Vanderpump. So there's your outlet. 
or they're they'll drop some sort of like something that like really like takes us in. It, it's it's smart. It's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, same time. I don't think so, but yeah, no, this is yes, good. Like, yeah, two thirds of the way through. I agree for sure. All right. Well, we'll be back. We'll be later. back. Yes, and thanks, message guys. us with anything going on. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.